It's the More Than Medicine Podcast with Dr. Chung. Hello and welcome to episode number 11 of the More Than Medicine Podcast, a special holiday edition of the podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be using the More Than Medicine N-Triple-M model to try and help you navigate what can be both a very enjoyable but also stressful period of the year. Before we go into the rest of the episode, a quick reminder that all of the information in this podcast is purely for educational and entertainment purposes. Any specific advice should be taken to your local health practitioner uh, to make sure that it's relevant to your current health conditions. So before we go into how to get through this time of year, let's review the NMMM model. So the N in the NMMM model stands for nutrition. And nutrition is the types of food and drink that you have throughout the day, but more importantly, the habits and the psychology behind these decisions that you make about what you eat and drink. The first M stands for movement, movement being any kind of movement or exercise. And it's important that this type of movement is both regular as well as enjoyable. The second M stands for mindset. Mindset is about the way that you see the world. And as we've spoken about in previous episodes, you can get better or have a change in the lens that you see the world through. The final M in the NMMM model stands for motivation. And motivation is the overarching reason that you do things. We looked at this in the motivation podcast, specifically looking at short-term versus long-term motivations or micro versus macro motivations. And in general, having a macro or bigger picture motivation is going to help you in the long run. So how can we use this model to help get us through this time of year? Christmas and New Year can be quite a stressful period for a lot of people, myself included. This is due to a lot of different things, including stress about what you're going to be eating and drinking when you go out increasing social activity, in particular, maybe having to meet some family members that you don't usually get along with. And just in general, feeling overwhelmed by a lot of the pressures on wanting to have a great time and really enjoy this holiday period. Let's start with N for nutrition. The holiday period, and in particular Christmas, is a time that's often marked with large meals and family gatherings. And the foods on offer are very rich and high in calories. For people who are trying to look after their health and in particular trying to lose weight, it can be really stressful going to these events. My approach can be quite counterintuitive and it's this, a one-off heavy meal on Christmas day and perhaps even on Boxing Day is not going to derail your entire year's efforts in trying to look after your health through your nutrition. So I actually recommend that we be realistic. If you're gonna be at Christmas dinner and you know, you're know you gonna help yourself to a little bit of extra food or dessert, just go for it. 
Enjoy those meals for what they are. But it's important to stay consistent on those other days of the week. I recommend that you have some sort of meal plan or some foods that you've already been able to prepare beforehand so that in between these celebratory occasions, you can continue to eat in a sustainable way. Remember, at the end of the day, it's not the one or two days that make the big difference. It's the other 300 days or, you know, even the other five days of the week that are going to make the biggest difference to how you feel. One simple tip, I guess, that you can do throughout the holiday period is to try to stick to drinks that don't have too much added sugar in them. So soft drinks, fruit juices, all those sorts of things have quite a lot of added sugar and can be unnecessary calories that are added to your daily intake. Unfortunately, this appears to be the same thing with artificially sweetened drinks as well. You know that saying, if it's too good to be true, it might not be. And particularly in patients with diabetes, uh, it can be quite marked the improvement they get in their sugar readings, even though they've just cut out the artificially sweetened no sugar uh, beverages. Now let's move on to the first M, which is movement. I think I'll keep it quite simple for this podcast, and I'll just try and teach you a really simple backstretch that I demonstrate to a lot of my patients. And I think around this time of year, particularly if been working from home, uh, you're going to have a bit of lower back, middle back, or upper back pain or stiffness. So if you'd like to join me, take a seat on a chair, place your feet down flat uh, on the floor, and then with both of your hands, bring them behind your back towards where your lower back is with your thumbs pointed towards each other and your fingers facing forwards. Now in this position, I want you to start to bring your shoulder blades together and pull your shoulders back. This will start to open up your chest. And then with your thumbs, start to pull down with your thumbs as you arch your back gently at first and bring your chest up. The sternum or the bone at the front of your chest will start to lift forwards and upwards towards the ceiling. And just hold this position for another three to five breaths. Now, if you feel pain in this position at any point, it may just mean that you've gone a bit far. So pull it back a little bit. Maybe don't arch as much. Maybe don't pull your shoulders and the shoulder blades together as much. And then try again. Hopefully you found that to be quite stress relieving. Often I find that I can take a much deeper breath in after doing this stretch. And it's very easy to do at any time, particularly if you've been sitting or standing for quite a while. Now the next M stands for mindset. Around this time of year, a lot of people are gonna be going to a lot more social events. 
uh, things like office Christmas parties and family gatherings around the time of Christmas. This can often trigger a lot of anxiety and worry, in particular in the form of social anxiety. And social anxiety is really common. In fact, I often experience it when I'm going to an event, especially if I don't know a lot of people there. What's important though, is that this social anxiety doesn't take over your life because it's very important for humans to have a sense of connection in particular in a social environment. So with this section, I thought I'd just give a couple of tools that I use myself and that I try to teach my patients whenever they're going into a social situation they're not 100% comfortable with. The first is a really simple breathing technique that I call 3-6 breathing. And all it involves is just being a little bit more aware of how you breathe and making your out breath or the exhalation longer than your inhalation. So you're breathing in through your nose for a count of three and then breathing out through your mouth for a count of six. So if you have an opportunity, we can do this together for a few rounds and I want you to just notice how it makes your mind and your body feel at the end of it. So whenever you're ready, let's start off by breathing in through the nose for a count of three. So breathing in, one, two, three, and breathing out for six through the mouth. One, two, three, four, five, six. And breathe in through the nose, one, two, three, and out through the mouth for six. One, two, three, four, five, six. And then following, breathe in and out. Breathing in, one, two, three, and out. One, two, three, four, five, six. And one last time on your own, breathing in and out. And just settle back into your normal breathing pattern now. And notice how your shoulders feel and how your body feels at the end of those long exhalations. Now, why is this important? Well, first of all, before you go into a social environment, you can practice this maybe on the way there in the car or on public transport. And then by the time you get there, hopefully you'll not have worked yourself up as much as you normally will. When people feel anxious, they tend to hyperventilate. They tend to breathe too quickly. And in particular, they tend to breathe in more than they breathe out. That makes them feel tense, on edge, even shaky at times. So whenever you're feeling like this at your next social event, take a moment, 
do a few rounds of this three, six breathing and notice how it can change your physiology as well as your psychology. The other thing that I like to do before I go to a social event, particularly if it's one where I'm not going to know many people and uh, I may be sort of caught in some uncomfortable conversations, is to prepare maybe a list of three, maybe four default questions that I know I can ask at any time and that will seem fairly appropriate for the situation. And sometimes it can be helpful to even go as far as have them written down on like a bit of paper or on your phone so that you don't forget if you're feeling a little bit anxious at the time. Some good examples can be things like, oh, what do you do for work? Or do you have any hobbies? Are there any particular things that you've been doing over the lockdown? Or can you tell me a little bit about your family? The good thing about these questions is that you don't have to talk. Once you've asked the person, they can start talking about what they're interested in. And then you can follow up on those questions with simple things like, oh, and what's that like? Or can you tell me a little bit more about that? It's a very easy and simple way to keep conversations going. And I know that's quite a stressful thing for a lot of people around social anxiety. The final tool that I recommend to people when they are in situations where things perhaps are getting a little bit awkward or uncomfortable is just to simply acknowledge it because the other person's probably feeling the same way and it can really diffuse the situation. So for example, if I'm caught in a bit of a lull in the conversation with someone, I could say something like, I'm not very good at actually going out and speaking to people. So I'm sorry if uh, it's getting a little bit awkward at times. Often the other person will be thinking the exact same thing. And then you can both kind of uh, bond over the awkwardness or how much you don't like going out to parties or things like that. Anyway, those are three simple things that I have often recommended to my patients and have used myself in social scenarios. The three-six breathing technique, useful at any time, but particularly before social events. Having a list of simple default questions that you can ask and acknowledging any awkwardness that arises in social contexts. The final M stands for motivation. Now around this time of year, there are a lot of good messages relating to the type of motivation to go through this season. In particular, relating to giving as well as gratitude. Unfortunately, a lot of the messages have gotten a bit of a consumerist slant to them recently. Uh, in particular around the idea of present giving. And there's a lot of pressure around getting presents for everyone and doing all these things for other people. But the joy of giving has kind of been taken away by the fear of not giving the right thing or not getting the thing that the other person wants. At the end of the day, what we really want is connection, much more than physical things. And one of the best ways to do that over the holiday season 
is to try and connect with someone that perhaps you haven't spoken to for a little while. A simple call or message to someone that you just want to sort of check in and see how they're going and perhaps even catch up in person. And it doesn't even have to be over the holiday period. This can be really heartwarming both for yourself and for the other person without any of the pressure of trying to predict what kind of present the other person might want. So there you go. A more than medicine approach to the Christmas and holiday period using the NMMM method. Hopefully you've picked one or two things from this podcast that you might be able to apply over the next week or two or even longer. And thank you for joining me this year on the More Than Medicine podcast and I look forward to seeing you next year. Take care. It's the More Than Medicine podcast with Dr. Chuck.